Hello, and welcome back to Who Is She? In this episode, I want to talk about the misconceptions I had about emotions. So here I will be talking about three myths, and yeah, so let's drink water. Alright, first myth is the dichotomy of emotions. The thought that there are only two kinds of emotions. In preschool, my favorite lesson was opposites. There is good and bad, dark and light, hot and cold. It was an easy thing to learn for me. Viewing the world as a binary simplify the complexities around me. The thing is, what I absorbed growing up was the idea that there are good and bad emotions. Happy, excited, wow! Those are good emotions. And I started to believe that I should always just show good emotions. Because no one around me wanted to deal with me when I became sad and afraid and angry. Whenever I feel off, overcome with depressive thoughts, I isolate myself and just post cryptically about these emotions in social media yep um posting emo songs posting sad song covers on instagram or finding the perfect the artidote post for how you feel no one would know better since no one generally asks how are you these days no one is really ready for dark thoughts and and no one wants a downer, especially in this pandemic where there always seems to be something negative and people, well, most of the people I see on social media, they just want to embrace the positive thoughts, positive feelings. So I was obsessed with plastering on the outside, um, all these good emotions and I tucked away the bad emotions to ponder at night or whenever I was alone. When you see emotions as good or bad, you tend to antagonize the bad emotions and you tend to idealize, romanticize the positive emotions. Like for example, if you were to feel happy, excited, you would want that feeling to linger. You would do everything in your power to control your surroundings just so you could hold on to that positive feeling on the other hand bad emotions you antagonize them you see them as the enemy you see them as something that you should not feel or something that you don't want others to feel like your loved ones so you feel bad about having bad feelings if that makes any sense at the same time you dread those bad emotions but when you start to see emotions as a different kind of binary. You have your wanted and your unwanted emotions. You aren't seeing feelings as the bad guy. In fact, you're just recognizing that this emotion that I'm feeling right now, this is something that I want. Or this is something that I don't want. I no longer want to feel this way. I don't want to feel this way ever again. You may not want to feel happy because it's not appropriate. You don't want to feel sad or afraid or anxious. But there are times where 
those are the kinds of feelings or emotions that are appropriate for the situation that you're in so relabeling them as unwanted instead of bad helps me take in those feelings and process it better the second myth is that feelings make you weak i remember the teenage years where feelings were abundant and strong and seemingly inescapable at this point older friends and relatives could see that there were times when i became too absorbed in my emotions they told me to stop crying they told me to just get over it they told me to suck it up some even told me that you're stronger than this in my mind i asked stronger than what i know that um, their advice comes from a place of love and concern but this made the connection in my brain that feelings are a sign of weakness because if you feel something and you show that you feel something people tend to see you as weak because you can't control your emotions you can't control the way your emotions show and of course this didn't help me in a healthy way um, there were times that I stopped myself whenever I felt emotions brewing up I covered them up for as long as I could lo and behold they burst there was crying, periods of silence, irritable mornings and empty nights. It's either when I bottle up my emotions, um, they burst in the most hurtful ways, sometimes hurtful to myself, most of the times, hurtful to other people. Not sure if you can relate, but there were times when I was just too tired to hold on, to cling, to unwanted feelings that they seem to go away on their own and i don't know how to how to do that again and again mm. in retrospect feelings are feelings it can make you weak it can make you strong it all depends i think it's better if you go to the third myth which I hope everything would make sense. The third myth is this is how I feel. Now, this thing is really tricky. The thought that my feelings are my feelings. This is how I feel. Period. This is how I feel. This is how I feel. Period. Instead of a period, I think I should have put now what after it i feel sad now what i feel trapped now what um i feel excited now what i posted this on my instagram as a life realization it's at ruishi.ph um the post said my feelings are valid but i remain accountable for my actions Basically, I can be hurt, and what happens next is up to me. Do I hurt others back? Do I hurt myself? Do I stay hurt and miserable? Do I forgive? Do I take time to resolve my feelings? Do I 
tell a friend what happened to me why I talk to my therapist or my mom or my dad. Regardless of what I choose, that subsequent action is my responsibility and mine alone. I can't blame others for my feelings. I just talked about this with my therapist in my previous session that my feelings are reactions to my environment. We are human and we are bound to feel. However, there are healthy ways in approaching emotions. When I stopped thinking that there are good and bad feelings, rather there are wanted and unwanted feelings. When I stopped thinking that showing my feelings make me weak. When I stopped feeling entitled to my feelings. When I stopped living by, well I'm still on the journey, but basically when I started to embrace my emotions instead of running away from them or antagonizing them, or feeling entitled to them, I was graced with a different kind of peace. The thought that I can accept the unwanted emotions and process them without losing myself. To be honest, this is not a one-woman task for me. I always have support from my friends, my brother, my fiancé slash best friend, my family, as well as my therapist. There were times, indeed, when I needed reassurance that trying my best was enough, even when my best was insufficient in the perspective of other people. There were also hours of crying and staying in bed and not eating. I would stay in my little bubble. There were many ways. I try to sabotage my progress by thinking that one setback equals a lifetime of failure. Embracing my emotions to me meant acceptance, that I can figure everything all at once, that I can always find my space under the sun and that's fine. It's about celebrating the little steps forward, it's about sinking and floating, it's about having healthy outlets and introspection introspection and introspection it's about loving myself enough to know that i am enough and other people are enough as they are feelings are complicated things we think that when we feel something nothing else matters that i'm doing something wrong i don't like this feeling take it away from me we have different ways of coping, but this has been the most, what's the word? Stable. This has been the most stable way of processing my emotions. Well, don't get me wrong, it's not something that's easy, um, realizing these things. It's not automatic that once you start realizing that, ah, oh, nga, no? If I just think that there are wanted and wanted emotions and that my feelings don't necessarily make me weak and that my feelings, I shouldn't feel entitled to them, that everything will be okay. I'm unlearning decades of things that were taught to me about how emotions work or how emotions define us, how emotions can eat us up if we let it. Like, I feel scared 
about being unemployed. I feel anxious about my future. I'm only, oh my gosh, how old am I? I'm only 25 years old. And quarter life crisis is real, it's legit. Sometimes I'd feel sad about other people's success. I'd be like, bakit sila okay na? Bakit ako hindi pa rin ako okay? Some feelings may be appropriate, but they're not ideal. With respect to the kind of person that you want to be, or who you are right now. The more that I lie to myself about how I feel, like for example, if I felt sad and I wanted to be happy, I just said, no, I'm not sad. I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. Hmm? <laughs> but that, that does not solve the unwanted emotion. It just keeps it bottled up until it bursts or until the next unwanted emotion comes up. Embracing your emotions, for me, looks like admitting, being honest about how I felt, but not letting my actions be defined by how I feel. Like, when you're mad, it's so easy to hurt other people. When you're mad, you can just punch someone. And when that happens, you're letting your emotions get the best of you. But you can also be mad and just write down bad words about that person in your journal and no one gets hurt. These things aren't really that simple. There are times that emotions really take over. We wallow. And I think that's fine. I'm not sure if I should talk about this here in the next episode, which is going to be about therapy, but recently I posted in the Who is Sheep? dot ph stories i included something about what i call the switch which is something i've been working on for a while in therapy i told my therapist that there are times that i get into these depressive episodes where i stay in bed up until afternoons sometimes i don't take a bath i don't move a lot it's either i don't eat or i overeat just some things that i know are not healthy for me but i can't seem to stop doing them and then one day just everything just feels fine but i don't know why i don't know what i did i don't know i don't know what happened it just becomes okay i'm good and then i'm gonna dread the next depressive episode or a period of anxiety I called it the switch because it's like, you know when you're in the dark room and you don't know where the light switch is, kakapain mo kung nasan yung switch para magbuksan mo yung ilaw para makita mo lahat ng mas malinaw. I don't know where the switch is. I don't know where it is. And that has been a problem for me. I'm just riding a wave. Whenever I feel sad, I wallow in it. Whenever I feel depressed, I really dive into it. When I come out of that episode, I don't even know why, how, what happened. I already dread going back to that um, sad little gen 
na I feel like it's a cycle na kung Monday masaya ako, baka pagdating ng Thursday or Friday, hindi na ako masaya. And I can't fully enjoy if I were feeling okay. Having debunked these three myths related to emotions, may times na nakakapako na switch. I still don't know where it is. It's not automatic. Kung hindi ko alam kung nasan yung switch, then how am I gonna consciously steer myself away from dark thoughts, dark places? I try to watch videos of people who have the same problem. And there are tools that are shared during therapy. I try to pick up bits and pieces from those things. Uh, advices from other people who are struggling with their mental health. Whatever works... I try to do it again and again. And whatever doesn't, it's okay. I can accept that it's not working for me. Being forgiving sa sarili. Like, if I set goals today and hindi ko nagawa lahat, that's fine. There's always tomorrow. These YouTube videos of morning routines that seem so perfect. I wanted that for myself. For a few months, like before I resigned, I tried to do those morning routines. I came up with my own. But there are times that you push the snooze button and you're not able to stick with the time schedule or you miss a few self-care here and there. And what happens after is that parang ayoko na, parang eh hindi ko naman namimite, wag na lang. But when you start to forgive yourself and see that it's really just a process and you can't expect perfection. It's easier to forgive yourself when you make mistakes or you, when you don't fulfill everything on your to-do list. Another one is journaling. I don't do it every day. I try but somehow my streak is three days and then I don't end up doing it until the next week and then it's three days again. I include there what are the things that I'm thankful for. I do this in the morning and then I journal again at night just to see how I feel tracking like what self-care types are appropriate for my certain moods or emotions i still am not able to see exactly where the light switch is but it's a work in progress when you start embracing your emotions or when you start being able to process your emotions better you stop seeking external validation so much if you feel unwell physically mentally emotionally and you have to talk about it to other people, that's fine. But when I try to talk about my feelings with other people and when they when they didn't react or respond the way I wanted them to, it just hurt me more. It made me feel worse than how I initially felt before I start sharing. And it's tricky. It really is tricky. You're able to do a healthy introspection. There are times na, yeah, you can feel bad for a few days, a few weeks, and that's fine. It's really a process. Being able to get yourself out of a dark place, out of anxiety, out of depression, or any type of mental health problem, really. It's a strength that is honed every day. The problem with seeking external validation is those people are also human you can't rely on them to always be there for you you can't rely on them to always be on the same page as you 
but that's okay i mean we're not meant to be on the same wavelength at all times even with the people we're closest to there were times when i wanted to share with people i love but sometimes um they say na mm, i'm not ready i'm not emotionally okay also so i'm not prepared to receive whatever feelings you want to share with me and i hope it can be normalized that it's okay because that's you setting your boundaries i can help you but not right now when you're not in the proper headspace yourself how can you support the people around you at the end of the day everything is really a process embracing your emotions debunking these myths if you have your own myths about emotions you can also learn them your emotions your feelings are valid but what do you do next what do you do about those emotions how do you use your emotions to fuel you in whichever direction you want to go or you need to go that's it friends stay tuned for the next episode where i'll talk about the real deal about my experience with therapy and this is something that's um been requested by a few friends hi who is she is a podcast by a filipina millennial bisexual cis woman a feminist in progress a temperamental bookworm an independent provinciana in the city a huge 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 cimarelli fan follow me on instagram at whoishe.ph for some real talk and inspiring content